Hey everybody, Nathan Gasford here with your anointed and your appointed podcast. Appreciate you joining me today. I know it's been a while, but my friends, we're back on track. Need you to do me a favor today. I need you to uh, get ready to hear the word. Shake it off. That's what I need you to do, my friends. I need you to shake off all the garbage, all the garbage, all the disappointments, all the setbacks that have came in your life, my friends. It's time for you to shake it off. I'm talking about some Taylor Swift here, man. Maybe you're driving in your car. I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're at home cleaning. I don't know what you're doing. Just be careful. I just need you to shake some stuff off your life because you got to realize the enemy's going to come towards you, my friends, and he's going to do whatever he can to stop you. So I need you to listen to this real quick. We're going to hop on over to Acts chapter 28, verses 1 through 10 real quick, the Passion Translation. It says, after we had safely reached land, we discovered that the island that we were on was Malta, and the people that lived there showed us extraordinary kindness, for they welcomed us around the fire that they had built because it was cold and rainy. Now, when Paul had gathered an armful of brushwood and was setting it up on the fire, a venomous snake was driven out by the heat, latched itself onto Paul's hand with its fangs. When the People on the island saw that the snake dangling from Paul's hand. They said to one another, man, no doubt this man is a murderer. Even though he escaped death at sea, justice has now caught up with him. But listen to this. But Paul shook the snake off, flung it into the fire, and suffered no harm at all. See, everyone watched him, expecting him to swell up and suddenly drop dead. But after observing him for a long time and seeing that nothing unusual happened, they changed their minds and said, my God, this man must be a God. The Roman governor of the island, man, he invited him in, graciously welcomed him and the house guests and showed them great hospitality for three days while they stayed with him. Now the governor's father laid sick in a bed, suffering from fits of a high fever. So Paul went into the room after praying, placed his hands on him, and he was instantly healed. Now, when the people of the island heard about the miracle, they brought all the sick to Paul, and they were also all healed. See, the, the, the people of the island, then they honored, they honored him greatly. They set sail. They gave us supplies that we needed for the journey they were on their way. Now, here's my thing, my friends. Paul had every opportunity, every opportunity to say, forget this, man, I'm done. (laughs) After, he was just shipwrecked. And then he turned around and then ended up on the island and then that still happened? Most people at that time would have been like, forget this, I'm done, I'm through, I'm throwing in the towel. But my friends, he didn't and I'm encouraging you today, don't do that, don't do that. There's a lot of distractions and setbacks that happen to all of us, disappointments and mess-ups. My friends, they're going to happen. Tears of disappointment, discouragement, it's going to happen. Friends will leave your side. Family will fail you. But my friends, I need you to do something today. Shake 
it off. Shake it off. Don't stop. Don't slow down in any way, shape, or form. Because see, my friends, people are waiting for you to come across their path with their miracle. See, even though Paul went through all that, if he would have have gave up, he would have never been brought in to rebuke a fever. He would have never gotten the name out there of the miraculous God that lived in him for him to turn around and to have an opportunity to set before all those people. And it says that many were healed of their sicknesses. See, if you go back to that, Paul, he could have been in fear and panicked. He could have given up and just thrown in the town, quit, but he didn't. And I'm encouraging you today, my friends, don't you quit. Be like Paul, my friends, shake it off. See, we need to get all the garbage in our life that's holding us back out. Like I said, all the disappointments, discouragements, the failures, the cursed words of others over us, the mess-ups, the trials, the trips and the falls. We all just need to shake it off. See, my friends, this is not a dress rehearsal. There's not gonna be any more chances after this to run our race and to walk in the miraculous. Look at Paul in the 28th chapter of Acts, what we just read. He was snake-bitten. He simply shook it off into the fire and the people of the island and the people who traveled surely thought that he would fall over dead. My friends, but God. And how many times have you looked back on your life and had a but God moment? I don't know about you, but I've had a lot. And I, I would probably venture to say you've had a lot too when you go back, check your heart and see all those opportunities where you saw God move on your behalf. It's time that we shake it off, my friends. See, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9, it says that we are all like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that this immeasurable power will be seen as God's, not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. And at times, we don't know what to do. But quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God's not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but not out. Now, did you catch that part? I love it. It says, quitting is not an option. Well, my friends, for the believer, quitting is never an option. We may fall, but we will rise stronger than before. What about Micah chapter 7, verse 8? Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. My friends, Everything that's came to get you to silence your voice, to sit down, to be quiet, to throw in the towel, to quit. My friends, they were sent by the enemy as distractions to put heat and pressure on you, to back you up in the corner and to get you to quit. My friends, I need you to have the tenacity of that boxer that gets pushed up off the ropes, that gets pushed into the corner. And instead of knocking and trying to knock down every punch that's thrown at him, no, he turns around and he gets out and he throws the opponent into the corner and starts wailing on the man. I need you to get back. I need you to get your fight back. Get your bite back, my friends. Get the tenacity that God put in you as a believer back. See, we can either let the, the enemy win in life or we can get back up and laugh in his face because when he thought that he had us down for the final count, you can stand up and say, are you serious? That's all you've got. See, if you'll go back to growing up, man, not bully, he pushed you as far as you let him. But the moment you turned around and you threw that punch and you landed one right in the face, He started having a little bit more respect for you. He backed off. He knew that you have had enough, and it's done. 
see, the enemy needs to know that in the life of a believer, when he tries messing with us, it's done. It's done. I don't know who you think you are, enemy, but you have messed with the wrong one. I don't know if you've noticed that what I'm packing, so to speak, and who I'm packing and who lives in me. See, the Bible says that the greater one lives in you. Well, if the greater one lives in you, then you're packing all the heat, my friends, that you can carry. But along the way, I need you to not quit. Shake off all the tears, all the pain, all the lies of the enemy. See that you're never good enough. You don't have what it takes. You'll never amount to anything. You might as well quit. All the sucker punches from the enemy were designed to keep you from going forward. My friends, remember, shake it off. Shake it off. See, if that venomous snake of disappointments and discouragement came in and bit you, my friends, shake it off. Proverbs 24, 16 says, For the lovers of God may suffer adversity and stumble seven times but they will continue to rise over and over again. My friends, get up and shake it off. Different translation says the righteous may fall seven times, but still gets up, but the wicked will stumble into trouble. Like I said, my friends, shake it off. If you fall, my friends, don't dare stay down. You get back up. God made you to stand on your feet against the enemy, not lie on your back and defeat, my friends. Do not allow the enemy to come in anymore and blindside you with distractions and things that are meant to take you out. It's time to shake off all the disappointments, discouragements, because my friends, from what we just read, he's not disappointed or mad at you in any way, shape, or form. See, the Bible says that he's going to present you faultless. He presents you being made perfect in Christ Jesus. See, the enemy will come in in any way, shape, or form and try to lie to you, try to get you to quit and throw in the towel. Like I said, shake it off. See, God's not disappointed or mad at you in any way, shape, or form. He's very much pleased with you and in love with you. Shake off all the lies of the enemy that told you that you're no good, a failure, and a mistake, never good enough. All the lies from the enemy, they came to stop you from living in your true identity, which is found in Christ. Jesus. So get up, get mad at the enemy, put your foot on his neck, put some pressure on, refuse to believe his lies about you and about your destiny. Those are all programmed to stop you. Put on Christ, put on Christ, which is your hope, your hope of glory, my friends. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 17, By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment. Now check this out. It says, because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. My friends, I need you to listen and listen closely real quick. See, if there's no failure in Jesus, there's no failure in you. There's no sickness and no disease in Jesus. There's no sickness and disease that can stay in you. If he's righteous, then you're righteous. If he's holy, then you're holy. If he's healthy, then you're healthy. If he's loved by the Father, my friends, then you are loved by the Father. If he's victorious, my friends, then that makes you victorious. He is one with the Father, and you are one with the Father. He is above all things, my friends. You are above all things. He has the very life of God operating in and through him, my friends, so do you. So do you. See, that lies of the enemy will come in 
and to tell you the complete opposite of what that just said. It'll remind you of what you did, and because of what you did, you are now that thing that you did. When the Bible says, no, none of that is true. You are a son. You are a daughter. You are a child of the Most High God with the very life of God pulsating through you. There's nothing that you will ever come in contact with, ever. There's no cancer. There's no sickness. There's no disease. There's no infirmity. There's no lack that you'll ever come in contact with, my friends, that is greater than the life of God in you. My friends, that's good news because that tells me that no matter what store you're in, no matter where you're pumping your gas, no matter where you're going to work, no matter where you're going to get groceries, no matter where you take yourself in your everyday life, the greater one is in you. And if he's in you, then that means that anything that you'll come in contact with has to bow its knee to the greater one in you. And guess what, my friends? You are more than enough. You are more than enough. More than enough. You have what it takes. No lie or plan of the enemy can stop his love for you. He has already placed you in his victory over the enemy. God already made you just like what he made Adam and Eve in the very beginning. Perfect. But my friends, listen to me. The enemy came in and lied to Eve, telling her that if you do this, then your eyes will be opened to, well, here's my friends. Here's the truth, my friends. What, was, what, what he was trying to do was let her know when you do this, then your eyes will be opened and you'll become like God. But my friend, the lie was she was already like him. See, the enemy came in and lied to her, telling her that she lacked something. Now go back and look in your life. And how many times has the enemy came in and try to tell you that you lacked something. You didn't have enough anointing. You didn't have enough power. You didn't have enough of his glory. You didn't have enough of his love. You didn't have enough fill in the blank. See, the enemy will always remind you that you lack something when God's telling you, my friend, <laughs> son and daughter, you are overflowing with everything that I am. Don't buy the lie. Don't buy it. Because see, he'll always come in with you don't measure up. You lack something. You're not good enough. He will throw discouragement and setbacks and disappointments at you to get you to quit and to give up and to stop. My friends, shake it off. Shake off all the lies. Believe the truth that you are already loved, already more than enough, already righteous, already healed, already set free, already just like him. Bible says in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33, as soon as the people were fed, Jesus told his disciples to get into their boat and go to the other side of the lake while he stayed behind to dismiss the people. After the crowds disappeared, Jesus went into the hills to pray. And at night, he went alone praying. See, the disciples who were now in the middle of the lake ran into trouble for their boat was tossed about by high winds and heavy seas. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them walking on the waves. When the disciples saw him walking on top of the water, they were terrified and screamed, a ghost. Then Jesus said, be brave and don't be afraid. I am here. Well, Peter shouted out, Lord, if it's really you, then have me join you out on the water. Well, Jesus just simply replied, come and join me. So Peter stepped out on the water and began to walk toward Jesus. My friends, we know the rest of the story. Here's my thing. If Peter would have quit the moment he sank, then you would have never found him in the book of Acts presenting Pentecost. 
You would have never saw him going any further than what he did. He, he, he learned right then and there, listen, I made a mistake and then he got back up on the water and walked, my friends. I'm telling you right now, disappointments will come, setbacks will come, but what will you do when they knock on your door? Will you answer them in fear and throw in the towel and say, I'm done, I can't do it no more? Or will you rise up in faith, be the son and the daughter of God that he created you to be? Because here's my friend, here's the truth, my friends. When you look at the Bible, Jesus was simply showing you what a man can do that is united and filled with God. Well, so many times we just stop with just the small things. Well, there's nothing that Jesus did that was small. My friends, he said, the mighty miracles that I was doing, you're going to do in greater? Well, go back and look at those mighty miracles. They were healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons and devils. And my friends, if there were people hurting then in the Bible, well, they're hurting today right before us, and we've got the goods. We don't need to send them to the nearest urgent care. We don't need to give them a Band-Aid and some Neospore. My friends, we got the very life of God. So I encourage you today, my friends, that if you've tried to raise the dead, but the person didn't get up, if you tried laying your hands on the sick, but they remained sick, if you've tried casting out a demon and a devil, and well, from what you saw, nothing really changed. Well, I encourage you and I challenge you today. How are you going to handle that? Smith Wigglesworth, my friend, said, if you line 100 people up, and I lay hands on every single one of them and they die, line another 100 up because my God is a, is a healing God. My friends, that is a tenacity. That is a tenacity, mindset, attitude that we must get. Because, friends, all you got to do is watch the news and turn on the TV and you see what the world's coming to. And it's time, my friends, that the sons of God rise to the occasion. No, it's not time to turn around and run for the hills and take cover. No, it's time that we step out on the front line of preaching the gospel and we don't back down, but we step up to the plate and we are those sons and those daughters that are ready for a fight. We're not flinching. No, we're stepping literally toe-to-toe, breath-to-breath with the enemy and say, give me your best shot. Like, like I said, my friends, listen, if you tried raising the dead, but they died, shake it off. If you have laid your hands on the sick and commanded sickness to leave and they stayed sick, shake it off. If you have told a demon to leave some, someone and, and, and they stay demon-possessed, uh, shake it off. Don't quit. Or stop being a doer of the word. Get your tenacity back and don't flinch. Shake off the past and step into your glorious future as a son and a daughter of God. My friends, remember who you are. Remember the formal things that God has done for you. And whatever you do, don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Don't lay down. Don't be silent. See, your faith is voice activated, my friends. So get to speaking what the Father says over you and about your situation. Get your tenacity back. Get your punch back. Clench that fist fist in the spirit and start swinging towards the enemy. Let him know that you're more to be reckoned with, my friends, that he ain't seen nothing yet. Because, my friends, when you look in the mirror, stop seeing yourself in the flesh because there's more to you than meets the eye. The greater one lives in you. Matter of fact, he's actually became flesh of your flesh and bone of your bone. 
So that means that when you walk, God walks, and when you talk, God talks. You can't be separated from him. So my friends, step up to the plate. Look towards the fences and swing for that grand slam and do what you know to do. And along the way, if you got to shake it off, shake it off. But don't quit. Stay in the game and operate in the miraculous. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry, don't quit, shake it off, and operate in the miraculous. Thank you for listening to the Anointed and the Pointed podcast with Nathan Gasford. There will be more coming out very quickly, my friends. Share it with a friend. Hope this encouraged you today. Again, I love you. Thank you for your time. Be blessed, my friends. Thank you.